Hello and welcome to another edition of Off the Time Out. I'm Pat Park. On today's show, a very special roundtable centered around a variety of current topics in girls' high school athletics in 2020. This opportunity to chat with the three women that comprised our panel came about at OFSA's most recent Reps Council meeting in December. Each person, Val Hargreaves, Kelly Govea, and Courtney Bone, are currently teaching and coaching in Ontario high schools, and it goes without saying that each is a valued OFSA representative for their respective region in the province. I certainly want to thank them for sharing their views. As you would like to do here at Offsa Time Out before we start, thank you to audio guru Nav Tatla. Please do tell your friends and colleagues to give us a listen. It's easy to just subscribe by going to wherever you like to find your podcasts. Let's get to the roundtable discussion. We hope you enjoy it. Welcome everyone to another edition of the Offsa Time Out podcast. We are privileged to have three women that are comprising our panel today. They're, they're all in the school system, working closely with student athletes throughout Ontario. So I'm gonna turn over the microphone to our distinguished guests and they're gonna identify themselves and we'll get a good round of a conversation going about keeping girls active in sports. Hi everyone, I am Courtney Bone and I am a phys ed teacher at AY Jackson Secondary School in Ottawa, uh, representing the National Capital uh, Athletic Association. And I'm Kelly Govea, I'm from Fletcher's Meadows Secondary School in Brampton, and I'm representing ROPSA. Hi, Val Hargraves, Eastview Secondary School in Barrie, Ontario, representing GBSSA. So where would we like to start, um, ladies? Uh, something that's topical within the hallways of, and, and the uh, playing fields at the high schools that you're currently in? Um, Kelly, what are you seeing with what's going on at your school? Are we seeing girls being active and looking to participate in, in school sports? Well, Pat, I think the biggest um, thing for girls in sport is keeping them social. Girls love the social side of sport. Um, so I know in my coaching experience, I do a lot of icebreakers with the girls so that they get to know one another. We talk about family and how we're a family for each other. Uh, we spend a lot of time doing team building activities and the girls have a lot of fun getting to know each other and, and stay friends all throughout high school and beyond the, those high school years. And I think that really helps them um, not only physically, but it also helps with their mental health. Uh, Kelly, I would agree with you. Um, the big thing would be having fun, I think it would, is what I would pick out. Um, great team dynamics are what keep all athletes coming back. For what, with the girls, that social aspect is really important. Um, positive coaches, um, and you see a, a difference when it is a female, a female positive coach. Um, and just the, the fact that they have a, a bunch of girls that can try hard together, that's another big one too, as well. I want to carry that a little bit further from sport into actual phys ed classroom. I think we've got a, a a great thing coming from grade eight to grade nine that we have all girls phys ed classes and i think a foundation for girls to be able to take the risk to try out for the sports and to stay in the sports is to have really strong uh, grade nine teachers that promote kids to take risks a lot of the girls come in at grade nine phys ed and don't like phys ed because they've had to perform in front of the boys and they don't want to try things for fear of ridicule and if you have a positive teacher that sets that positive atmosphere for risk taking I think you'll you'll find these girls really enjoy phys ed and then are willing to go out and go out for a school team and try for the school team for the camaraderie and they just build up their self-esteem huge. 
Yeah, Val, I would agree with you 100% there. I think it really helps in grade nine to to get the girls active. And I know the other thing that I focus on um, with the grade nine girls is the fact that uh, sport and, and being active, again, is not only good for your physical health, but also really good for your mental health. Uh, especially brain development. Um, Dr. John Rady, who is a Harvard professor, wrote a book called Spark, and it talks about how the brain grows with physical activity and also helps with math and science. So I, I definitely push those things to my students because a lot of them say, you know, my parents don't want me to take phys ed after grade nine. But I think knowing that there are those benefits as well, um, it makes a big difference. I agree with both uh, Kelly and Val. Um, to me, it's the confidence issues, um, with especially with grade nines, because they have to, quote unquote, take phys ed. Um, that social stigma, that tomboy uh, body image and identity, so how we have sexualized images of females in the media. Um, and we've seen a lot of athletes come out and they're um, they're breaking those barriers. Uh, Erica Weeb, for one, the uh, Olympic gold medalist wrestler, um, Bianca Andrescu, our, our tennis champion. Um, and then I think back to when I was growing up, Cassie Campbell in the, in the 90s and the 2000s with hockey. So get, getting those confidence issues. Um, the statistics are staggering. 26% drop in, in uh, school sports and physical activity in adolescence. And that's coming from the Canadian Association for the um, Advancement of Women in Sport and Physical Activity. Um, so there is ministry funding that's helping with this, but there's a, it's still a long way to go and to, to bridge those gender gaps between male and females in physical activity and sport in high school. Can we be doing something better that will entice more participation? You know, if you had a wish list, what would you like to see happen within schools? Is it just a matter of continuing to encourage about the positive benefits because it does show that the results are better in the classroom for the athletes that are participating in sport and staying active? Um, for me, uh, and bringing back to uh, what Kelly was talking about, about John Raddy's research, um, more mandatory phys ed in high school. You can only do so much in grade nine, um, and there's so much more that we could touch on if we got to see uh, phys ed in at least another grade be mandatory. Um, I would agree with Courtney there. I think uh, especially um, adding a grade 10 mandatory credit would be a very important thing. Um, also, I think the other thing is the parent piece. Um, you know, I, I don't think that parents realize what benefits um, that, that, that their, their daughter in particular is going to see from playing sport and from being active. I think for a lot of them, and especially, it, it, I mean, I'm in the GTA, and culturally there are certain um, cultures who just don't feel that their daughters need to be active. And I think once you bring in the piece that uh, not only their physical health, but mental health and brain health, as I stated before, um, the parents tend to come on board. And we do have a very high participation of, of uh, girls who continue to take physical and health education throughout their four years. Another aspect that I think that we should look into is uh, also promoting more female coaches as the grades get higher. A lot of the senior team coaches have male coaches. And I think it's very important for girls to see strong women in those roles as well, so that uh, girls behave differently for male coaches than they do for female coaches. Uh, there is statistics on that as well. I don't have them. I have done some research on that. So I think we need to provide them with strong female characters so that they have something to aspire to and get these women in these positions to um, coach these girls. Girls are a different breed to coach as well. You, um, and a lot of the old school coaching doesn't work on these girls and we really need to develop our coaches so that 
we can respond to the needs of the girls of today's society, which are influenced strongly by social media, outside pressures, peer pressures, et cetera. Um, in talking with a lot of my high school students, um, the competitiveness level between uh, male athletes in high school and female athletes, it's also quite different as well. A lot of the girls who play at high level don't play high school because they're worried about getting hurt. Their coaches don't want them to play. Um, so, uh, and in sometimes, and especially in phys ed, some of the girls are just there just to get their credit. So making sure that there's a challenge there and that's gonna, it's gonna help make it fun, especially for the girls that wanna make it challenging and wanna, wanna have fun. Where are we with numbers for girls trying out for teams without having the data in front of us? Are, are we seeing a steady climb in numbers, a decrease? Are we staying flat? Is this a school, growing problem or not? Sorry, Pat. At our school, it varies by sport. Um, I think a lot of the high-profile sports, the numbers are going down. And it's the sports like ultimate frisbee, the flag football, things like that, that numbers are going up. Um, Things that have not been honed outside of school as much as the ones that are have seen the increase in numbers, and the other ones have seen the decrease. Yeah, and we just started out with the OFSA this fall. We had our inaugural OFSA Ultimate Festival that was a big success. Great spirits. Um, athletes were participating that may not necessarily be on other teams, and uh, we consider that a win based on what we saw this past fall. Now, did you guys have? Um, mentors in high school? Did you look up to a phys ed teacher or a particular coach that was a driving influence for you guys? Uh, definitely, yes. And some of them I work with now, which is very cool to see uh, 15 years later that I'm now with them working on officer committees. Um, those are the people I, I looked up to because they had fun in what they were doing and they helped us have fun. So for me, that was what I wanted to do and that's what pushed me to get into this career path. I would agree. I had a, a female phys ed role model who was a great influence on me and uh, just made it very enjoyable. Um, and I, there are a number of my teammates, um, and I'm old, but there are a number of my teammates who I still see on a regular basis because of the fun and the camaraderie we had growing up. Yes, I had a track coach that really inspired me, again, to get into teaching as well as into coaching. And uh, just having that positive role model there was fantastic because I looked at her and said yeah that's what I want to do when I grow up as well and just inspiring showing you things that you could do that you didn't think you could do and I think that's as female coaches what we need to do to inspire other girls to keep participating is you can do this and don't let people tell you you can't and just all the positive benefits of, of sport in general is what we need to get across to these girls and hopefully increase the numbers in the sports. I always joke with my students, especially my personal fitness students, it's okay to sweat. Like, it's okay to be a girl and to sweat and to walk down the hallway to get a drink of water and a male student in your grade sees you and it's okay that you're sweating. It's okay. <laughs> Keep it up. Kelly, you mentioned something earlier. You said that um, females um, react differently with a male coach. Is that something you can expand on? Or, or that was, sorry, that was Val? Uh, how the, would you describe so what you see there? This is research I did a few years ago, and I, I don't have the quotes to back it up, but it was that um, perform, they're performing for a male coach as opposed to developing themselves. They're trying to still please that patriarch role as opposed to being part of a part of the team where there's the female leader. It was just, it was a really interesting thing that I had read, and I was looking at it more in for a phys ed class at who should be teaching sort of what grades in phys ed and I feel very strongly that 
girls uh, in the age where their bodies are changing, their mindsets changing, they really need strong female coaches, teachers in front of them. And uh, that's where that research had come from, so. We know the research research tells us that the performance improves in the classroom. Have you guys witnessed particular student athletes that have just taken off in the classroom based on success on the playing field or just physical activity in general? Have you guys, does anything come to mind with a particular person? Yeah, just to, to uh, reiterate about that, um, or talk about that, sorry. Uh, I had a student who had never really played sport in high school and um, we were a brand new school and she decided to come out for flag football and didn't even have gym clothes or anything and started playing uh, for me in grade nine. And it was not a very dedicated student, let's just use that word. And so she uh, ended up getting not only a college diploma, but then a university degree after that. And she did come back and thank me and felt that the sport really, really contributed to her doing well in school um, and continuing to learn. And I think the whole teamwork aspect is a big thing there. Um, They start to know that they can ask for help. I think there's some girls that feel that they don't want to ask for help. So I think having a teammate and knowing that your teammates, you can trust those people, it's the, it's the same thing in the classroom. You know, if I have a teammate in my class, oh, I can ask for help and they're going to give me the help that I need in that class. Do male coaches ever come to you for feedback on their female athletes? You're shaking your head, I guess that's a resounding yes. Val's got something to say on this one. I don't know if I do or not. Um, mostly they come saying, how do you do that? Like I talk to them and they, they went running off and, and things like that. So that's where I was talking about before is you need to, you need to approach it differently. They're, we're a different breed and uh, you can't coach the two exactly the same way. And I've coached both males and females and my style of coaching needs to adjust. The kids don't need to adjust to me, I need to adjust to them. I would agree with Val. Yeah, it's very, very different. The emotions are very different um, from coaching males and females, and I'm currently coaching a male team and a female team, and very, very different. The approach has to change. Yeah. I would agree. I also have coached uh, both males and females, and I think with the females, uh, with the uh, staff that come to me and the other coaches, the big thing is the emotional piece um some of them are you know oh you know i I tried to talk to her and she started crying and said well you know you have to rephrase the way that you speak to the girls and i think that's the biggest difference is changing about changing the way that you speak moving forward to i think the society at large in order to promote girls to participate more is they need to see women in higher organizations in powerful positions because I think they see a dead end. There's nowhere to go from here. And I think if we can get more women in powerful positions outside in the real world, I think the girls can have something to aspire to. And I think that may increase your, your interest in it because it is for a social, but is there an end goal? And that's, uh, I think that's what I'd like to see moving forward is, is that to happen. Super, well I think we'll close on that. Uh topic of looking forward to the future. If there's anything else you'd like to add before we sign off, any last opportunity to pass on a message? The last thing I want to say is girls, you can do it. Believe in yourself. Get involved. Have fun. Super. Well, I just want to thank Courtney, Kelly, and Val for taking time out. This has been uh, very enlightening, and we'll see you next time on Offset Time Out. Thank you. <laughs>